Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Hello. Oh, she uh, walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Woo. Walk it like a talk it. You. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Woo. Walk it like a talk it. Hey. Walk it like a talk it. Yes. You are in. You know, every once in a while, after after a while, people ask, why that hook? Why in the beginning? Well, it is catchy, right? But how are you? Are you walking it like you talk it? And okay, some of you are talking trash. Okay, well that's the direction you're going. Really, the purpose of that hook is is I'm, really I'm picking on the Christians, and and you know who these you know who these people are. They talk such a good game, but how are they walking it, right? So question right out of the gate for you: How did your 2020 New Year's resolutions go? Right. We can blame COVID, and most of us are. But what about 2019 and 2018? Right. Why do so many spin wheels? It's because we're trying to do it all on our own with no tools and no guidance. With Fry Dudes, we're only going to support what works, right? We pursue truth. And yes, GT Surf supports us, but we will only support them because it works. Don't take my word for it. Take others' words for it. Go to gtsurf.org. Check out those testimonials. Planning and riding the waves of life. On with the show. Bunch of flawed dudes tackling truth. Thanks again for joining us this week. Uh, what do you do when you hear the word repent? <laughs> if you're anything like me, my knee-jerk reaction is like, run, run. Oh, but this is a beautiful play of the day. It tackles this word and what it really means. And I can't wait to get your opinion on it. Here you go. The play of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Swung on and hit in the air to right. And that ball is gone. And it's time to rethink your life. You know, last week I mentioned that there's a word I want to recover. It's the word repentance. That today the word repentance has become a negative term. It's actually a violent term. We think of it as people beating people over the head with it. Repent, turn or burn. Uh, you're, you know, you're going to hell. And it just, it's a negative term. But that, I want to reclaim the word because it's the most positive word. Repentance remembers the word metanoia. Meta means to change in Greek, a, a reverse. Noia comes from the word noose or mind. Repentance just means change your mind. You change your mind from darkness to light. You change your mind from hell to heaven. You change your mind from guilt to forgiveness. You change your mind to being in prison to freedom. You change your mind from no purpose to purpose, from meaninglessness to meaning. You change your mind from stress to serenity and on and on. It's the most positive change in the world, repentance, to change your mind. And what does it mean to have the mind of Christ? I repent and I say, I'm not gonna think about life the way I've thought about it for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years. I'm gonna begin to think about it the way Jesus did. That's called repentance. I'm going to put on the mind of Christ. It's the healthiest, happiest, wholest way to think. 
You say, well, how, how do I do that, Rick? How, how do I learn to think like Jesus? Well, we're going to look at that in detail in future sessions. And so I don't want you to miss any of these sessions. But let me just quickly, as I'm wrapping it up here, mention two ways that you can, and we'll come back to these. If you want to learn to think like Jesus first, you got to study his life and words in the Bible. Study his life and words in this book. This word, the Bible says the truth will set you free. Hebrews 12, verse 2, I love it in the message paraphrase, says this. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished the race we're in. Life is called a race. We're all in a marathon race. Then he says, study how he did it. Study how Jesus did. Study how he ran the race of life. The more you study this book, the more you're going to get the mind of Christ. The more you're going to learn to think like Jesus. You got to study his life and words if you want to have the mind of Christ. The happy, healthy, holy way to live. The second thing, a little, we'll come back to these in future sessions, is to ask God to show me the meaning of a text and how it applies to my life today. How I, I, I read the verse and then I say, God, what does this mean and how does it apply to my life today? A good verse on this is Psalm 119, verse 18. It says, God, open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your word. Open my, as I read the Bible, I, I pray this verse, Psalm 119, 18, many, many times in quiet times. I say, God, as I'm sitting down to the Bible, open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your word. The Bible calls this illumination. It is all right. We're back at it. Amen to that. Uh, yeah, we there's so much there. One, I've never heard repent explained like that before. I, I, what 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 Rick said earlier is exactly what I thought. Turn and burn. You're gonna burn in hell. God hates this. God hates that. In fact, it flashed me back to my earlier days when I used to go to Metallica concerts, and there would be the guys with the signs yelling, repent, uh, you're going to burn in hell. And I'm like, I remember my reaction was one was like, you don't know me. <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't know me. And, uh, where I'm at with, with Christ. Uh, uh, and two, if that's you, I don't want anything to do with that. I, I don't want to do with the, the, the hate and, 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 uh, I just, it, it's the wrong way to, to give the message is the way I always put it. But I always thought repent, I've never heard the, the the little translation of it in Greek of change mind, change your mind. And what's interesting is, for you guys who have been following Fry Dudes here for a while, this is exactly what we're talking about. Change your mind. GT Surf's about changing your mind. And um, Casey, you've been talking about the importance of getting the word and getting in deeper. And then not just reading it, but then really boldly asking God, will you show me, explain to me, Open my eyes of what this is. So it almost fits perfectly what's going on. So Case, if you don't mind, I'm going to lead with you. This is this is what you've been talking about this entire time, correct? Oh. Yeah. So I, I've said it before, but I, I agree with Pastor Rick. I don't read the Bible. I don't open up the Bible just assuming that me and my flesh can understand something as profound as God's word. And so there's, I feel like we can approach the Bible kind of in a way arrogantly, like thinking that we can just understand something as deep as God's word. And so I do believe that we need to ask the Holy Spirit to interpret this for us, which is why um, there are people who 
do not believe do not believe in Jesus and they can read the exact same verses that I read and not see anything important in them. And so that's the first thing. Um, the second thing is, is when it comes to repentance, I, I agree. I've always, well, for a long time I had this vision of, man, I need to turn because of a strong fear. I'm going to burn in hell. But this vision of changing your mind Jesus wants us to change our mind, not out of fear, but out of there's something far better um, yes. to gain rather than rather than oh you're you're gonna lose your soul in hell. It's like man, I have I have something so good for you that it's far better than anything that this world could ever give you. Like one one example of this is um, the Apostle Paul. So the Apostle Paul was shipwrecked, he was beaten, he was imprisoned, and yet he still, I mean, he at the end of his life, he was actually beheaded because he proclaimed Jesus as God. And yet he said himself, like, the, the suffering that I feel right now is nothing to even be compared to the glory that I'm going to see when I see Jesus face to face. And I... I Man, I've had so many profound experiences that it's like, man, I don't pray because I have to pray. I don't go to church because I have to go to church. I don't read the Bible because I have to read the Bible. I get to do these things. What a privilege it is to get to do these things and get to draw nearer to God. Mm. It's an opportunity. Thank you, Brother Casey. Man, I love you so much. I love your takes. I knew this would hit home with you at least because this is what you've been talking about the whole time. You've been encouraging our youth, and we we, we co-lead uh, some young men, and uh, there's some really bummed out people, man. Depression, anxiety is rampant right now. We just talked about politics, and if you haven't checked out, please check out the previous episode about when politics becomes religion. We are gripping. We are gripping both sides, and and putting our mind into the negatives and really a lot of the news is negative. A lot of uh, misery loves company, as I like to say. Uh, this is about positivity. You're right. God is about love. It also says, do not fear. Interesting enough, 365 times in that Bible. There's over 7,000 promises of hope and love in that book. Uh, but people want to focus on the negative. And you're right, Casey, for the ones that can't see it, they don't see it. So you need to also both not just read it, you need to boldly ask, okay, God, will you reveal it to me? And this is why you hear these guys weekly with their testimonies like, I've never seen that before. I never heard that before. And I've been at this a long time. I have never heard repent described that way of changing your mind. I, that, that, but that fits. It fits with everything we studied. Uh, Case, I'm going to open up with some others. Right, actually, Quip, have you ever heard repent explained that way before? And I know you've got something interesting to say on that. Um. You know, I've heard repent. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Have you heard the change your mind? Is that what came? I suppose. Okay. Go ahead, brother. What do you, what do you got? Yeah. Just uh, my experience with repentance. Just, uh, you know, when I was much younger, I, I made a decision because, uh, you know, I was afraid. I was greatly afraid of different things. But, when I, you know, when I was 50 years old, I, I made another commitment. But the reasons were much different. You know, you talk about anxiety and depression. I felt those things strongly, but it was because of my sin. Because I was in some sin over a long period of time, and I didn't feel happy at all. And I just uh, I realized how far I had fallen from God. Okay, and that that caused me to feel a lot of sorrow, a lot of 
grief and a lot of anxiety, but that that's what led to the repentance. That to me is what, you know, I'd go to my prayer time, I'd go to pray and it would be, uh, you know, I would just, I'd just start crying. I'd just start crying. I'd be like, just, you know, but that, that turned out to be one of the times in my life that led to great repentance. This is only like, you know, a couple of years ago. And just, uh, so that's my experience with repentance. Jesus says, no one comes to him unless the father draws him. I believe that. I've seen that happen in my life. He, I believe God, you know, drew me to Jesus because, you know, my sin did not make me happy, you know, and you get to a point where you're like, it doesn't matter what I lose. It doesn't matter the money, the job, you know, I love my marriage. I love being married. Even if I lose that, if I lose whatever, as long as things are right with God, I'm good. Mm. Wow. Thank you, Quip. That's so good on so many levels. I think uh, the diehards, I think you're helping represent some of the diehards too. It's like uh, what changing your mind also has to change your mind with being sick and tired of being sick and tired of whatever sin or whatever it is that's bogging you down, the personal choices that are negative, that are impacting your life or your loved one's lives, right? So there is that part for sure. So thank you so much for speaking up on that. But you know one of my favorite sayings? It's easy to debate God, but it's very hard to argue results. And some listener out there is like, thank you, Peter. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. I'm going to try to change my mind and start coming clean on some of the stuff and getting it out and purging myself of what's been bogging me down big time. Marcus, I don't, for some reason I'm getting pulled your way. You're not unmuted, but uh, any words of wisdom? You, you're, you're good at requoting as well. So anything hitting you on that? And by the way, I'm just out of curiosity. Have you ever heard repent explained as change your mind? You know, um, maybe not in those exact words, but that, that has been my understanding of repent. Okay. But really out of a place of fear. Right. Like you started out, repent or because the end is near, repent or you're going to go to hell. Right. That's really the connotation that uh, I've always heard about repent. I know it's change. Right. It's turn away from what you're doing and turn to God. Um, but, you know, as we're talking, as we're thinking about it, um, and, and it's funny, you know, a number of us are reading the Bible. And as you go through, and it's funny because I was just kind of drawn to a verse in Ezekiel, and, and it says, As sure as I live, says the sovereign Lord, I take no pleasure in the death of wicked people. I only want them to turn from their wicked ways so they can live. And, uh, and that's really what the whole thing about repentance is, is, uh, yeah, we can be in this sinful area. And it's just like what Quip said. Um, but, man, what God has to offer is so much more. Uh, than anything that we can even imagine and anything we're experiencing and all those examples that he used, you know, even our marriage, our job, everything we think might think that that's so awesome and they are. Um, but what God has to offer is so many times more if we just turn to him and accept um, what he has to offer. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That's the way I think about repentance, I guess. Thank you, my brother. I knew there was a reason I was getting pulled there. Hey, gee, you might not be ready to speak, but uh, you're talking about GT surf and changing your mind. It's talking about changing your mind of uh, less news and more truth in the morning, uh, getting in the word. I, I, there's something there. You don't, don't have to wax on forever, but you're big about changing mind, right? <laughs> Thinking about well, this and going, where do I want to go? You know, check. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of want to bring us back to what, what Peter said actually probably before the audience oh. was tuned in that, you know, he's fasting and that, and that fasting brought about, an awareness and, and that awareness of when, you know, these negative things 
were coming at him, he was, he had the discipline to say, I'm not going to let that affect me. And I think there's, you know, when we talk about changing mind, it's, it's, it's that awareness, it's that interconnectedness to God um, in those moments, which takes training. Um, and, and if you can have that relationship thoroughly, right, um, and, and, and use that connectedness when you have all these things thrown at you, but you can set aside the fear, because um, I think a lot of this is driven by fear, fear of not only what you've experienced in the past, but fear of what might hurt you in the future. If you can, you know, just get rid of that and, and connect yourself in that awareness, I think that helps in the, in the, in changing the mind. That's that, but it doesn't happen overnight. Um, uh, you got to train yourself and, 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 and have that focus daily in order to, to get to that point. So I guess that's, that's kind of what I was thinking. Excellent. Thank you, G. I knew you had something on that. Uh, Hot Rod, I was just going to you, my man, and Bold, if you're one of our wisest ones, if you have anything else to add on top of that as well, but go ahead, Rod. Yeah, I was, I was just kind of thinking back to your Metallica concert and trying to picture <laughs> you rocking out in the pit. I love it. <laughs> true. Yeah, oddly it's, enough, it's true. One, of the most, one of the most violent meetings with protesters screaming repent that I – that I've ever pictured. And okay. A little, little fun fact here. I was an ambassador to Blaine for a year. And when you go through parades and you see a float oh, that the shows city. Jesus gotcha. being whipped and people, you know, fire and hell and brimstone. Those are the ones screaming, screaming, repent the loudest. It seems like, yeah. Uh, the other time was at a, a Christian speaker event and people were out front screaming, repent. And that guy was the devil. And it's like easy, you know, if you think about back in the Bible, when it was first, the first person to loudly scream, repent, he didn't go to somebody else's event. He stood in the water and people came to him to hear about it. Yeah. You know, it was John the Baptist and he wasn't saying, go whip yourself or fall at your fall on your face crying and, and, and all of these things or, or admit that you were wrong. Like, like you had brought up from that talk, he was, and it really, kind of, I guess, opened my eyes to it just now when I, when I heard you say it was, he was just saying, decide to change your life, decide that, you know, notice that where you're heading isn't going to end up in a good place and, and redirect. Right on brother. You know? I love that so much, Rod. Thank you. Um, uh, bold, any final words? I, I'm going to tee you up. Uh, I, I just, what came to my mind, we talk about, we pray, we want understanding. That was part of the play of the day. And you study Jesus, then you study how did he act, right? Did he yell at the woman at the well to repent? Did he scream at her? No, no. He met, Jesus met people where they were at, met them in love, asked them questions he already knew the answers to, and then encouraged them along. That's how, if you're a follower of Jesus, then that's, that's the model you need to follow, not yelling and screaming at people. Go ahead, Bold. Yeah, I think... You know, first off, you've got to change your mindset as far as yourself first. Once you change your mindset about repentance and the fact that Jesus came for our sins, so with that, repentance is easier. And if you 
tell yourself that, okay, what I've done in the past is the past, and that's it. And then you move on, and you look at it on a daily basis, and you repent for the day. You don't repent from the past anymore because it's all done. You can't repent for the future because you don't know what tomorrow brings, but you can repent for today, and you have your mindset that if it's set on God and if it's set on being the best uh, faithful Christian that you can possibly be, um, it's easier to be a conduit for those that don't understand repentance. Um, even the little believer that just may have started their faith where the mustard seed has started to take root mm. in their heart and soul. Mm. And I think the importance there is repentance is one of the hardest things a Christian can do, period. And the fact that that is the hardest thing. That is the thing that we have to work on the most because we are quick to judge. Yeah. And, sure. and so if we can get rid of that part, being a faithful person becomes so much easier because we let that go. Mm, thank you. And, yeah, you know, that's what I try to do. So thank yeah. you, brother. Uh, I think just a perfect note to end on. Thank Word. you guys. Thank you very now, much. Some of you have been beat up with the word repent and yelling and screaming. And that pains my heart. If that is you, be freed by the truth. Be freed knowing that Jesus is about love and changing minds and hearts for the better. And if you're about positivity and truth, then this is your podcast. Well, at least one of them. First, Thessalonians 5.11. We will encourage you and build you up. This is what we are about. Speaking of more positivity, if you dug that message, uh, the play of the day by Pastor Rick Warren, check out Daily Hope, Learning to Think Like Jesus, Part 3. That was published on October 22nd, 2020. You can also find the link on the FryDudes.com show page. I'm speaking about spreading hope and truth. Special thanks to all of you that are sharing this. And, and for some of you, you, you lack the words, maybe, or um, exactly how to say it. And many of you use this as a tool to share it with someone that's important in your life that maybe needs some encouragement. And then just open it up by saying, hey, I'd like to get your thoughts on this. Uh, might seem a little weird, but just, I, I, I want to discuss this. If you're open to it, let's discuss together. I think that's brilliant. And thank you so much for doing that. Joined us yet, or maybe you want to host your own dudes group, or you want to join a local dudes group, simply go to frydudes.com and sign up for those exclusive invites and insights. Or maybe hey, you'd like to join the program or have a challenging question or a next subject suggestion, or you would like us to join your next virtual event or in person, hit us up at the contact page at frydudes.com. Ending on a song note, where do we go today? Hmm. Uh, this is, we got range, as you know. We're all over the map. Uh, we're not afraid to go secular to make a point. 
uh, I, I don't, I want to say I have the perfect song. This song's clearly about someone who is, uh, chasing someone else for a relationship. And, have, uh, but I'll, I'll encourage you this way. Have you ever considered that God is pursuing you for a stronger relationship? God is. God is. And even if you have a good relationship or consider yourself to have a good relationship with God, God can always take you deeper. Your choice. You will choose to change your mind and actions and open yourself up more to how deep you can go. This is Change Your Mind by the Killers. Uh, yeah, again, you know, we're not afraid to end on bold notes. The, the band name is clearly tongue-in-cheek, okay? But they're, they're not killers. But I'll say this. I would love to kill the negative thoughts that are in your and my head that weigh us down. The enemy wants us down. Jesus wants to build you up. Now go. Serve. Change your mind for the better. Focus on what is good and worthy. And give thanks.